Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? Happy uh, to be here, as always. Great week. Great week for problems. Who won? So last week we had our, our uh, second guest, Ryan Holiday, and the problems were... His, cute, his, cute. Not as cute as Leah. <laughs> well, yeah, you know... I give it to him, but... Yeah. Coming as a straight as a straight guy, so... I like to think I could be objective <laughs> about it, you know? He's a handsome dude. So... Our guest's problem. Can I accept on his behalf? No. Outrage porn <laughs> one. And I will be accepting on his behalf. So okay. I win. Thank you uh. all for voting outrage porn as a big problem, which it is. This is something that really struck a nerve with people. I guess. It's a problem on the internet, though. It seems like as long as you stay off Facebook, it's not a problem. No, but I don't want to say that while I was here, but that's what it seems like. No, but but he specifically mentioned how yellow journalism, like way back in the day, kind of fueled some of the, the what the Spanish American War and some of these other like the uh, the good the memory mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, so that's that's kind of what fueled this, and it that that actually happened and had real world repercussions back in the day and now we're seeing it again except on a larger scale because internet media gets permeated that much quicker yep unplug man just gotta unplug fuck it i get my news from just uh guys in the street telling me what's going on i know i no. let me take that back i only get news from what i see with my own eyes (laughs) oh yeah is that weirder yeah Yeah. except except uh what you see with your own eyes is just the drudge report (laughs) that's that's true (laughs) that's fair all right do we have comments I do, I do. This one, uh, this one's from Clayton Pasek, and he's he's quoting you, Dick. He says, "Maddox, you have you have serious road rage." I said that. Yeah, you said that. And then he says, "Then Dick proceeds to take down a McDonald's drive-through with his car." I was a couple episodes ago when you came back from Burning Man. First of all, it was private property. So it's not <laughs> oh, on the road. So it's not on the road. Okay, <laughs> it's it's just assault or vandalism. Uh huh. So would you say that's uh, that? What kind of rage is that? Private rage? No, I wasn't even. Uh, I wasn't even that enraged by it. I was very calm. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, like Hannibal Lecter. I just ex- calmly explained to the McDonald's people that if I didn't get food, I would drive my car through the drive-through. Dick, and you, then I did it. Yeah, you are a road rage. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use my horn once. Oh, what a what a bozo! Hey, we got some voicemail. Cool. Uh, this this may actually be paying off. Here here here's uh, here's the first one. Voicemails are stupid and Dick is an asshole. <laughs> Great show, guys. All right, <laughs> leave your name next time, idiot. So you <laughs> can take credit for that. No, he doesn't need to. That's timeless. You know what? They should chisel that into the tomb of the unknown soldier. That's well, how timeless it? it is. I'm an asshole and voicemails. Stupid. Voicemails are stupid and Dick's an asshole. Nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. And uh, we got another voicemail. Here's uh, here's number two. Hey, Dick, how come you're so anti-cyclist if one of your biggest problems is that everybody needs to lose 20 pounds, you fucking moron? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dick, you fucking moron. You know that I I didn't take that guy seriously until he called me a fucking moron? Oh, yeah, he's serious when he calls you, when you say the FM. Yeah, totally serious, yeah. Why reverse of the MF or... Uh Uh, do you lose weight cycling? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think cardio brings weight. You're looking at the results of losing weight through cycling. I rode my bike everywhere. You didn't change your diet? Uh, let's talk, let's talk working out for a little bit. Hey, it it had something to do with it. You changed your diet. You got to get that core going. You got to, you got to work out, man. You got to lift some weights. That's how you lose weight. Dick. You got to stop eating. Dick, when we ride bikes, when, when we've ridden bikes in the past, you are dead last in the pack. Because you don't ride bikes at all. It's, all. it's no stamina. No riding over here. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I feel really uncomfortable, like, jamming elbows and handlebars with, uh, with people when I'm riding bikes. Jamming elbows and handlebars. You don't need to because you're dead last. <laughs> you can't. I don't know what to tell you. It's just, I don't get it. Yeah. It does help lose weight. And that would solve your everybody needs to lose 20 pounds problem. I never see fat people cycling. Because you know what? They don't stay fat. They can't. Cycling, and you know what? I can't even stay drunk when I'm cycling. I sober up after a couple blocks. That's how I feel about driving. (laughs) Dick, get off the road. You got a problem this week? Can I go into the problems now? You got more problems? Yeah, do it. Go ahead. My first problem is fireball cinnamon whiskey, quote unquote. Uh I'm unquoting the whiskey part because it's not fucking whiskey. Yeah. This is actually an intervention for you. 
Uh, oh, this is a this is a, a an ambush. I'm leaving. I'm. <laughs> that's, not, that's what it is. No, I hate this uh, this so called whiskey so much, and I don't really know why. It's so good. You hate all things that are good. Maybe so. Maybe I do hate good liquor, but it just it really fucking annoys me, man. And why? I think it's it's partly because it's not whiskey. It's whiskey. No, it's not. It's a liqueur. Here, I I I, I actually found out what it was. It's a. Uh, da, da, da. Hopefully I wrote it down. It is a cinnamon-flavored, whiskey-based... What the fuck does that mean? Whiskey-based liqueur. Yeah, it's based You know what on else is the- like a liqueur? Schnapps. Yeah. Not whiskey. Well, no one's drinking schnapps, because that stuff sucks. <laughs> that's what fire... I think that's what fireball cinnamon whiskey is. You know why it's its own thing? Why? Because you don't mix it with anything. It's perfect the way it is. It's already mixed with a shitload of sugar. Is That's that? what it's mixed with. It's is like, it, is it sugar? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's got. Uh, where is it? I wrote that down too, man. It's got a ton of sugar in it. It's got like eleven grams of sugar a shot, or something mm. like that. Hey, you eat a can of Yoplait yogurt. That's got twelve grams. What are you gonna do? Hold on, I'm looking for it. It's got no. Yeah, yeah. Eleven grams of sugar per shot. That's what it's mixed with. Per shot. Per shot. That's what I've got on the sheet here. That means I'm cutting down from the sugar I normally eat. Compared to zero with actual whiskey and bourbon. Uh, but it's all carbs. It's all going to turn to sugar anyway. You just can't taste it as prominently. Look, I just hate it. Yeah, okay, I hate yeah. that it exists, uh-huh. and I want everyone to hate it, and it annoys me that people drink it. Because it's not fucking whiskey. You're drinking, you're drinking uh, Zimas. <laughs> that's bullshit. So that's, that's egregious. Uh, I'll tell you, and my- I'm going to spend this episode trying to convince you to hate it too. Oh, dick! But I love it so much. Here's here's why. First of all, it's spicy. It's the only. It's one of the few spicy things that you can drink without looking like an asshole. Because if you're at a bar at night drinking a Bloody Mary, you're a dick. I uh, have done that. Yeah, like some jerk off. Oh, who's that jerk off over there with a fucking vegetable tray in his drink and olives and whatever the hell they put in there. They put a hamburger bolts. in a Bloody Mary sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've been in those crazy places. Those are fun for brunch. They're fun on. Uh, they're fun for day drinking, but at night at a bar, you're an asshole if you're drinking a Bloody Mary. You're just an asshole. Yeah, I think uh, part of it is that I feel like this fireball cinnamon shit is also just a gigantic marketing campaign. Maybe, but uh, let me tell you my, my story with, with Fireball. Okay. The first time I ever got introduced to it, was through an ex-girlfriend. She came home and she said, hey, I tried this uh, this incredible new thing. You might like it because you love spicy things. And I love cinnamon. Cinnamon's a great... I put cinnamon in everything and it's awesome. Yeah. I s- eat so much cinnamon that I sweat it out of my pores. Mm-hmm. I just smell like cinnamon all the time, which is great. It's awesome. Everybody loves it. People, strangers stop me on the street tell me how good I smell. So I tried the cinnamon whiskey and I, I decided, the first time I ever tried it, I decided, you know what? I'm going to drink a little bit of this every day for the rest of... The- Probably my life. And I, I kept to it for about two months. I drank a little bit of cinnamon whiskey every day. I want you to drink real whiskey instead, though. I do. I like drink a, that, know. too. Yeah, James, I drink Jameson. I love that stuff. All right. Yeah, it's great. I want everybody to do that, then. And stop uh, drinking this shit. Yeah, no, but the cinnamon whiskey's so good. It's a good sipping whiskey. And I get It's I get not upset. even whiskey. It's a liqueur. Stop calling it a whiskey. It it's is a cinnamon-based liqueur. liqueur. Whiskey-based whiskey liqueur. You know what's yeah. not whiskey-based? What? Whiskey. <laughs> They don't put whiskey based on a bottle of wild turkey. It just says bourbon. Hey, what do you get? Yeah, what's, what's, what's the alcohol content? 66, uh, 66 proof. What is it? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah because what basically designates something a liqueur is a certain alcohol range. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because whiskey and stuff is going to be, like, for instance, bourbon has to be a minimum of 80 proof. That's a minimum of, of uh, 40% alcohol. Also has to be bottled in Bourbon County, Kentucky. I, right? Yeah. But you know, otherwise it's just, you know, it's American whiskey. whiskey. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's certain, uh, there's certain criteria for how they classify, you know, spirits are things like gin. And that's what it is. Right. That's yeah, no, so you're, you're stumbling on it because they got to call it bourbon because it's from Bourbon County. They're calling this whiskey and it's not fucking whiskey. No, they have to call it a liqueur just like Southern Comfort. People for some reason think that's a whiskey. That's also a liqueur. Gross. It's a liqueur. Because it has a much lower alcohol content. Yeah. yeah, Sean's right. I just looked this up. It says here that liqueurs have much higher proof rating. Uh, 200 proof means 100% alcohol. So um, they have usually like a 40. So it's a higher It's higher than that. 66% you said, right? No, no, no. no. no 66 no. proof. That 66 means 33%. Proof, which is 33%. Yeah. It's twi- a proof is twice the number of the uh, alcohol by volume. So, so it's, 33, it's, it's a 33 so it's proof? So it's, it's a light. Yeah. It's whiskey light, basically. Yeah. Whatever. 
It tastes delicious. You know what? You can add whiskey to whiskey. Why don't you just add more whiskey to it? Add whiskey to pop. I don't want it to taste like a pop melted popsicle when I'm drinking. I want it to burn. You know, it does burn, and it ta- it's a good sipping whiskey, and it pisses me off when people do fireball shooters. Because you, 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 it has so much flavor. You don't shoot that shit. What, do you, do you shoot hamburgers? Huh? No, you take them by, one bite at a time because you want to savor the flavor. Isn't that a slider? Yeah, a slider. You don't just shoot them. You don't swallow them whole. You chew it, and you still air, you know, air out in your mouth. But people do shots of fireball whiskey like it's going out of style, especially chicks. Hey, let's do fireball shots. I'm like, no. You know what? Cancel it. Bartender, cancel all these drinks. We're going home. <laughs> yeah. Good. I agree with that. Yeah. So you're going to drink it on the rocks, and you're going to sip it, and you're going to contemplate I'm not going to drink it at all because it's uh, just sugar water. It's not – you know what I think it is? I think it's um, – I want people to be grown up. When they're drinking. I oh, just tell like, me all about being a grown-up <laughs> when you're drinking, I, dick. I, look, I, look when, I brought the, when I decided to bring this in wow. because I, I want to bring in problems that piss me off, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, give, I'm giving you my honest reason why. Uh-huh. It's got something to do with me thinking that these people need to grow the fuck up and drink a real whiskey. Like, you're, you can't have it. You can't be halfway. You can't half grow up. You can't half be pregnant. You put the sugar water down with your other kids' stuff. You grow up, you be a man, you drink yeah. 80 proof whiskey. You know what? Or Dick, bourbon. You know what, Dick? I, I think this is, uh, there's, there's two things going on here. First okay. of all, this is a diet thing. You just don't want to eat too much sugar in your diet. Huh. I also don't want to get the hangover. I'm going to lose weight. You don't get a hangover because here's the thing you don't drink enough fireball whiskey. You don't slam fireball and you don't drink it all night. You drink one, sh- one cup of it over rocks and that's it. And you just chill all the fucking night. You just sit down and whoa, contemplate whoa, whoa, your whoa, life. Whoa, whoa. That's what? what you do. What yeah, do you, mean you s- drink one drink. No, a fireball. You don't drink more than one. And then what? And then you move on to other drinks. It's okay. a good starter or it's a good mid drink. You never want to finish with fireball because then you're you might be dangerously close to shooting it. But it's a good in betweener, especially if you kind of like want to chill out in between the heavy. You don't want to, you know, Dick. Will you drink with a purpose? And that purpose is being drunk. Some of us drink yeah, mostly. Yeah. Some of us drink to reflect. Uh, that's the same thing. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dick, I feel like I feel like you've spent so much of your life drunk, <laughs> including today during this episode. You just have not stopped drinking since since lunch this afternoon. Look, here's the here's a here's an actual problem with this. Yeah, I think this is gonna. St- what if it starts infecting other whiskeys? What do you mean it starts infecting other whiskeys? Like other wi- like what if uh, Maker's Marks is like, oh man, we got to get in on this uh, this cinnamon craze. Let's just add cinnamon to all our shit. Oh great, then it'll make, make Maker's drinkable. Fucking <laughs> 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 lose it. Uh, what's that? What's that? What's that? Uh, like fucking- Tennessee, that honey. Who's who's doing yeah, the honey whiskey now? It's uh, Jack. Jack does the honey whiskey. Yeah, yeah. man. No, have, no, 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 no. I see that on the shelf. I'm like, ah, no, 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 no. Go away. Go away. Go away. Uh, it tastes like syrup. It's pretty good. Hey. Dick, what's that? What's that motor oil you like to drink? Uh, the Johnny Walker Black? Is no, that the- I, yeah, I like Johnny Walker Black. Garbage. It uh, just tastes it like is, it is always oh. great. It tastes like somebody put a sock over a muffler and then put that like just put it in with some cheesecloth N- into a bottle of whiskey. Okay, let me let me give my version of Johnny Walker. Let's Black. hear it. It tastes like a beautiful woman is Ugh. smoking Ugh. a cigar Ugh. on your lap and then blowing it into your mouth. Oh, that's man. Johnny Walker Black. I I I like like half of that. Which you lost which me half. <laughs> I think that is quite possibly the greatest description I have ever Thank heard you. for Scott. Thank you. Wow. You know, it sounds like Sean wants to sit on your lap and blow cigar smoke <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> if he promises never to drink Fireball cinnamon whiskey, I'll let him. Sean, I was going to buy you a shot of Fire. I was going to buy you a drink, a Fireball whiskey drink tonight. What? Do you, it's not a shot. What do you call that? What do you call just a drink? It's just a drink, right? Yeah, a glass, uh, yeah of, a glass of a glass of fireball whiskey. Of I'm liqueur, not, I'm not anymore. Of yeah. whiskey based liqueur. No, no more. It's not, not a, a liqueur because you don't it's mix it with any. What do you liqueur? What do you mix it with? Nothing. You don't have to mix liqueurs. You don't mix schnapps. No, they've watered it down to everything is cut to a specific proof. When it's because it, uh, unless you buy something called barrel strength or cask strength, uh, no. yeah, which is you know usually like much no higher. Four. Yeah, it's much higher. Uh, alcohol content but yeah so they they take whiskey and then they water it down and fill it with you know the other additives to make the flavor to get a very specific uh proof number that's why yeah. they can get it batch you know, after batch i just want cinnamon based drinks i drink cinnamon tequila and that shit's great too 
I oh love cinnamon. Oh my god, dude! That do you, do you, is do you even understand the process? Like when you when you try like cake flavored vodka or no, Coke flavored vodka. No, I don't drink cake flavored vodka. Whatever. I buy that because it's cheap, and I go to parties of people that I hate and give it to them so I can drink their good stuff. Look, we all do. We all do that. However, do you know how they flavor that? Do you know how they in, how they infuse the flavor into the vodka? Yeah, they take a horse and they okay. give it a vodka enema, uh-huh. and then they have it shit into a bucket, uh. and then they pour that into vodka bottles with a picture of cake. On them, so retards buy it. That's ridiculous. You know, Dick. I don't. I I, I blame myself for asking a rhetorical <laughs> question. I should never ask. I needed like after yeah, fucked up. What nineteen episodes now? I need to learn to never ask a rhetorical question. So the way they infuse whiskeys and vodkas and things is they take whatever they're trying to infuse it with, like say put it in a cheesecloth because you can do this yourself, and then just put it inside the alcohol. If you wanted to taste like birthday cake, you take some birthday cake, put it in a cheesecloth, put it in the bottle, and leave it there for a month, and it infuses the flavor. It doesn't pick up uh, any of the sugar and thing. It just picks up the flavor, the flavor of that, the essence of whatever you're infusing it with. You can do that with cinnamon. You can do that with basil. You can do it with all mint, all sorts of different herbs and stuff. So if you want your uh, your alcohol to taste that way, you just infuse it. That's all it is. You think that's what they do? I think they use chemicals. Well, probably in huge batches, but that's that's one way to do it. So you're not necessarily look. Fireball whiskey's probably too cloying for most people. For for you, apparently. Cloying? What do you mean? Too sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's way too sweet. Yeah. It's just I I just I just don't like it. I don't like that it exists. I don't well, like the whole thing that it's about. Hey, Dick. I don't like that it's the new Jaeger. And people are not just saying, like, what, what are you drinking? Uh, Jaeger 2.0? Well, uh, good for you. Go Ye- away. Jaeger is like Robotussin. How dare you compare the two? By the way, Jaeger is the last thing I remember drinking every time I black out. And three out of the four times I've ever blacked out in my, in my life, Dick, has been with you. Yeah. Because you, you're a shitty, you're a shitty drinker. You're <laughs> drinking wrong. What? Yeah, you're trying I'm to drink. I'm a shitty drinker. You're, doing it, you're going about it wrong. You go, you drink... Two blackout. I will fucking fight you. <laughs> you drink two blackout. I drink to have a good time, to just enjoy and be social. It's not my goal to blackout and throw up. Where, yeah. Whereas I feel like it is for you. Look, get yourself a bottle of Johnny Walker Black and a bag of Atomic Fireballs. Mm-hmm. Just do that for a while, and you tell me that's not better. Tell and then eventually what. stop putting the Fireballs in and yeah. just have the Johnny Walker Black. You know, I would say do the exact same thing, except uh, instead of a bag of fireballs, get a revolver. (laughs) (laughs) Put that in your mouth and see which one tastes better. I guarantee the revolver smoke will taste better. You know what, Dick? You sound like you sound like a fucking you sound like a feminist right now. Do I? Yeah. All those people, all those all those people who are outraged about the Spider Woman's ass cover. Hey, there's a real simple solution. Just don't buy it. So it's there, and you don't have to buy it. So what if people like to drink it? Because you're talking about, about it. They're talking that. about it at bars. And they won't why, stop why talking think, about it. Maybe because it's so good. Maybe that's why. It's not good. I got in a fight with a girl at a party who was really interested in me, and I, I decided right then and there that I was, I was uh, foregoing any potential possibility of ever hooking up with this girl, and I was fine with that because she said she does shots of Fireball. And I put my foot down. I gave her Why the hamburger that? Why example. Why do you not like shots of Fireball? It's a waste of the, of the Fireball. Every little drop of that stuff is packed with cinnamon goodness. It's so good. Oh, because you get it down fast. Yeah, you get it down yeah, fast. I, mean, I, don't, just, I don't do shots either. I'm with you on not doing shots. Yeah, shots are. What are it's you doing shots for? It's I'm not, not here a to race. race. Yeah. I'm drinking a drink. Settle down. Where, where do you got to be, be in such night. a hurry? Yeah, where do you got to be in such a hurry that you got to get there drunk? You know what? That reminds me. I uh, I went to this festival with a girl, and she grabbed a bottle of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey to drink. It was like a, a bluegrass festival. And she was passing it around all night with all of her friends. Yeah. She was like, you want some? You want some? I was like, no, 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 I don't drink that shit. Turns out she got mono, and huh. I didn't. So I think she got mono from you know, Cinnamon Fireball Whiskey. You know, she didn't get it from Cinnamon Fireball Whiskey, you dick. I don't, I don't know. No, she didn't. She didn't. That's a verifiable fact. They don't put mono in that shit. So rather than Somebody be, did. Yeah. Why are you hanging out with people who have mono? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you don't know. Do your Yeah, you my problem. problem. Let's get to my problem. I think that's a big problem, and people will agree with me. People will not agree. It's another a, horseshit a, problem. There's a whole culture around it. Yeah, a culture of that cool, annoys cool me. people. Cool people drinking Fireball. Oh, yeah, here's a, here's a real problem. Flat tires. Huh? Yeah, Sean's nodding already. I already got him. Uh, tune in next week. Yeah, here, so <laughs> flat tires, huge problem, right? Let me ask you this. 
So radial tires were invented around 1946, 1948. They're always going flat. Why in 2014 are we still using this outdated, ancient-ass, 70-year-old bullshit technology? Well, I don't. What do you run flats. What are, what, are the, what, are, what are those? Explain run flats. Uh, you puncture them and they don't go flat and you can drive eh. on them. Yeah, that's in theory. They've got like but, a bladder system. Yeah, but you, go, you get a deep enough gash and they're still going to go flat. What, if someone takes like a hatchet to your car or you ram it into a curb? Then Dick, yeah. Of all the people I know who might risk getting a hatchet in their wheel, it's you. You're at the top of that list with some of the chicks they you do, They do work though. Like I have, I have yeah, I have, I've run over screws and stuff, and a little sensor comes on. It says you got to you got to drive to uh, to you know repair shop. And yeah, and do you and then you still thing. have to go to a repair shop. You still got to get that thing patched. Well, yeah, but you don't have to put on a spare tire. I guess, but you know that's just going to get you so far. It's you just gotta, it's saving it's just it's saving one interim step. Uh, yeah. I, you know I okay. don't use I don't use run flats because a I didn't know they existed and b. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I mean I've heard of it. There's like some goo you can buy too. You can fill your your tire full of goo. But then, no, but this is like these actually work. I don't what, know if that what, goo shit works. You know, like they're it like works. it's like a science chamber system of bladders and air, and you pop one and like the pressure seals it off. I don't know. Oh, so it's so it's kind of like the way a bladder system works in a ship, say like the Titanic, right? So so that you puncture one bladder and it's not this supposed to, me, to fail. You smug motherfucker! <laughs> I'm telling you that it works, and you would love them. So what, yeah. are we still using radial tires? Why are we still using bullshit-ass radial tires in bikes, in cars, in, in, in trailers, in diesels? Because you know what? There's already a technology that exists that's far superior. They're called twheels. Have you heard of these? You know what twheels are? It's, no. it's So it's a, the name comes from a tire and a wheel, and it's this radial tire. It's this tire they made, uh, Michelin invented, they, they invented in 2005, and it looks like it's kind of like a, almost like a, a, a hubcap. Like a, it's, it's transparent. You can see through. There are holes in it. Do you have a picture? No. Uh, I'll post one on the website, but it's kind of a crisscross matrix of spokes and, and weird things, and it's this awesome tire that doesn't have air in it. What does it have? Nothing. It's just, just this, rubber? It's just, it's just this rubber and uh, this, this uh, I, I believe it's like some kind of, oh, it's a cable-reinforced bands of conventional tire that are energy-absorbing. So they, they were invented in 2005, and we still don't have them on the market. Why? They're tire? Well, so I have How do we theory. have Teslas, and we don't have these awesome tires? Yeah, these tires are incredible. They, they've started to experiment with them on military vehicles because they have really high tensile strength, yeah. and if it, if it gets damaged, you can replace the individual spokes that get damaged. These things, they look like a, almost like a Chrysler wheel, like the, the Chrysler hubcaps, you know, with the, the crisscrosses, almost like oh, spokes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it looks kind of like a like spokes Like an interlocking lattice of spokes. Exactly, yeah. Oh, so, really? That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. You don't have a video? There, there you are videos on YouTube. Video? Somebody just, pull up just, a video. I want to see this just, thing. Uh, just YouTube. If you tr- YouTube Tweel, uh, or maybe Sean's pulling one up. So here are here's here's some of the uh, name sucks. Stupid name. Well, I, I think that's just kind Tweel. of like the um, uh, that's just kind of what the uh, what the what the slang is for it, a nickname. So they have calibrated directional stiffness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dick. And then they have uh, flex under load. They Ooh. so they kind of you know they flex under load and then they have high lateral stiffness and low vertical stiffness. Oh, so that's that means what you got to look for in a woman, man. All those things. Jesus, dude. <laughs> it reduces hydroplaning. Chicks okay, don't do that. Well. Chicks increase hydroplaning. They last two to three times longer than conventional tires. And here's another advantage: the tread around it, like the rubber tread, can be replaced. As opposed to replacing the whole tire, so it's almost like those truck, those uh, diesel wheels that have those treads around them. So if they, you, you see them like that tear off on on uh, on highways. Yeah, they have treads like those that can be easily replaced. Where the fuck are these things? Yeah, it doesn't require air pressure sensors, so you don't need that bullshit that you have in your car. So Mine are all broken, by the way. Of course, they always yeah. break. It's another thing that's just got to break. So they, they, you get rid of those because you don't even need to check the pressure in all four tires to make sure they're equal. So there's no air, it's just like a metal wheel with rubber all around it? Yeah, it's not it's not metal exactly. And it doesn't require yeah, so it doesn't require pressure sensors. It's just it's just a matrix, a lattice of just uh of of just cables that kind of intertwine each other. It's just it's it's a it's a hallmark of engineering. These things are brilliant. And we're so still So why don't we have them? Exactly. Why don't we have them? I have you don't a theory. Know? No. Okay, what's your no. theory? Well, so this came out in 2005. They last 2 to 3 years longer than conventional tires. So who ha- who stands to 
lose out on that. All the tire companies. All the tire companies. And guess who invented it? Michelin. So So here's a, here's a picture of the tweel I pulled up. It just looks like a, a lattice, cool. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, and we'll be posting this on the website, but yeah, these tweels. What do you think they're in like a conspiracy to withhold them to no. not so they can keep selling shitty flat tires? Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to sound like a conspiracy dipshit. That kind of sounds like a conspiracy dipshit. Yeah. I mean, they 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 look they look reasonably cool. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, I'll rock that. It looks yeah. better than my Persian racing tires. Yeah, pretty cool, bro. So we have these. This technology exists, and we're still not using them. We're still dealing with this flat tire bullshit. Yeah, but what, did, what was your? You said you had a theory on why we don't have them. Well, just that that they last longer. It's possible that that car companies haven't brought them out because they don't want to deflate their own market. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, they might not want How to. How much are they? Don't know, because they're not on the market. Yeah, I bet they know, though. Of course they know. They gotta be cheaper, so they last two or three times uh, longer. I don't know, they don't gotta be cheaper. What if they're really expensive? Okay. Don't explain it. Yeah, but manufacturing costs go down with every new technology. Yeah, but that's like the the light bulb that lasts forever. Like, they've definitely made a light bulb that lasts forever and found that it's too expensive and no one will buy it. How do you, what, what's this based on? Nothing. It's a story yeah. that I heard. <laughs> there we go. Of it's course. just a thing that I heard one yeah. time from a guy. Sure, a guy, yeah. From one of your news sources that you saw with your eyes. Yeah. The Drudge Report. <laughs> it's a good explanation. Yeah, we're still dealing with this ancient, ancient technology. So this is from the New York Times. They said, uh, they were talking about this. The tire, this is another type of tire. This isn't the tweel I'm talking about. This is another type of tire. Uh, it's it's a, from an article t- uh, titled, A Tire That Evolves As It Wears. Michelin has developed a tire that counters the effects of wear with channels that grow wider and hidden rain grooves that emerge as the tire is used, along with special rubber compound for wet conditions. Michelin says that the tire, the Premier A-S, that's the name of the tire, reduces stopping distances in wet conditions and, when worn, better resists hydroplaning, skating on a thin cushion of water compared with conventional tires. So this, this technology exists as well. This, this article came out uh, last year. These new tires are coming out all the time. We're still using the same horse shit in our cars. Something's got to be wrong with like them. Like plebes. Like I don't think it's a, Yeah, I don't think it's a, a corporate conspiracy. Well, so th- I read this a long time ago. This was probably this was probably straight up conspiracy, but uh, a lot of oil companies I heard were buying patents for clean burning engines and more I, efficient engines. I don't buy that shit. Yeah. Because then I read the patents and it's always like uh, here's the steps on how to reproduce this technology, whatever. And step 11, cram a bunch of magnets in it. Okay, yeah. there we go. You know what, Dick? I, here's why I, I believe that there's some credence to this, this, uh, these theories is because TV companies, studios, do this all the time. They buy shows, and this is something people who are listening might not know, but they buy shows all the time that they don't intend to produce ever. They'll pay top dollar for it, and they'll outbid another company just so the other company doesn't have something. yeah. So you don't think that, that tire companies might do something like this? They might create no. this technology? So why aren't they coming out with this? No, because there's something else wrong with it. Like, I, I think if, if Michelin invented that tire and it was actually good beyond, like, a press release saying how cool it is, they would just push it forward because then they would make a shitload of money having invented something that none of the other tire companies did. Well, there is to be, to be, uh, to, to be the devil's advocate to argue both sides. I did read one of the drawbacks. Go. <laughs> well, I did read. fucking go. <laughs> you know, the, you know the, they don't even use that guy for the popes anymore. You know where that phrase comes from? What? Devil's advocate? What? So back in the day when they were picking a new pope, one of the cardinals or bishops or whoever, whomever they are that picked the pope would have to play the devil's advocate and argue against that guy. Good. Yeah, well, they all hated that guy so much because everyone hates the devil's advocate that they stopped doing it. Oh, let's just stop listening to the one dissenter. Let's all invade Iraq because that's what happened there. They didn't listen to their dissenters. They just kicked them out of the room. Oh, no no counter-argument? Okay. That's like kicking out the guy, the one guy at your wedding who says, do you have an objection to these two people getting married? You want that guy there. Let's hear it. Let's hear, let's air out all the grievances. You know what? You should start doing that at every wedding you go to. What, be the guy? Yeah. If you say, I'm being the devil's advocate, what is the problem here? <laughs> I'm just I'm just voicing a reasonable objection. Surely you can logic your way out of this during your wedding. <laughs> I'm sure everybody will appreciate me for being so forthright and candid. I think you actually should. That would be funny. That would be a funny tradition. And useful. 
it might help save some divorce, some people from a, the heartbreak and agony of a divorce. Because if you're standing on the altar, you have one last minute to change your mind. And I might be that guy to help them, huh? The hero. Hero uh, Maddox. Promise me you'll do that someday. Sure. Object at a wedding. All right. Really? Well, I yeah. really want you to promise to Well, do if that. you if you ever invite I'll me to... I'll do it. I'll promise to yeah. do it, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean as much when I promise it, does it? Uh, yeah. Nothing means anything. Guess whose wedding he's going to object to. <laughs> yeah. What, you, ours? Are you proposing to me? No, it's going to be yours. Shiny <laughs> can sit on his lap and blow smoke in his mouth all, <laughs> all afternoon. Mm. That honestly... It's making that, me thirsty for That Johnny description Walker. makes me miss drinking so much. Oh, barf. And a cigar? Cigars smell like dog poop. Actually, what they, the eh, fuck? Yeah. Man. No, that's, that's, some of the scotches are smoky in a good way. That, oh, like, yeah. a, like smoking a cigar versus smelling a cigar, because I agree with you. The, mm. Anyway. You guys are grossing me out so hard. Hey, so, Dick, I was, to, to finish my point, may I? Uh, to, to play devil's advocate, I did read one drawback to the system. Well, a couple. One is that there is uh, a lot of uh, vibration. And it's a big problem. Is it? Yeah. Get over it. It vibrates. Your car vibrates. So what? So hard that it like goes through time or goes through the road? How hard does it vibrate? It will shake apart your car. It destroys destroys your car so that a gigantic class action lawsuit gets filed against Michelin. That's a big problem. Well, and the other problem supposedly is it makes a lot of noise. So, but they, that was in the first generation. They've kind they've since solved these problems and we still don't see these tires on these, these wheels on the, on the road. I don't know. They yeah. look. They do look cool. Yeah, they look cool as shit. And you're driving on a pure bed of science, a cushion of science. I, f- I feel like I'm doing that right now. What, with, with your Persian flats. racing rims? Oh, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, you got me again. All right, my turn? Yep. The, I actually, uh, I think this is a good one. I don't know how you're going to feel about this one, though. All right. The Washington Redskins controversy. Which is what? It's football season, mm-hmm. as you know. What what so. is uh, what is football? <laughs> football, as you call it, is a game where millionaires throw a ball around. Yeah, millionaires throw a ball around. You're watching a bunch of sweaty millionaires throw a ball around. Wow, let's go. Let's let's give millionaires more attention. So anyway, let's hear this football problem you have. So the Washington Redskins. Um, found themselves in a bit of a predicament with their little racist name that they got there. Mm-hmm. Some representatives from some tribes got together, sued them because it's offensive, because the term Redskins is offensive to them. Yeah. And ever since this started, it's been like every year that's all I hear about. Every year, it's like there's this undercurrent of, oh, Redskins is offensive, got to change it. Redskins is offensive, got to change it. Uh, they got their trademark revoked the team got their trademark revoked by the fcc they appealed it and they said absolutely not okay yeah a bunch of senators came out and called them all scumbags let me find the quote the people he called the washington redskins scumbags he called specifically snyder the guy who owns them he called him a scum basically a scumbag for not changing the name let me find the so all these white senators white old ass senators are very you know offended by the term redskins why did why does their race come into it why what does that have to do with anything the 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 race of the senators because i don't think they have a if anybody has a right to be offended by it whether they are or not it's native americans yeah right sure a bunch of asshole senators i don't think have a say in this it seems opportunistic. It's very opportunistic. And by the way, it was just a, it was 50 Democrats who signed this thing saying you should change it. They didn't invite any Republicans to sign it. It's like, okay. Because Republicans aren't for it. Republicans are, don't give a shit. Either way. Okay. Seems very opportunistic. Sure. So, yeah, that, that's my problem. Are you familiar with the controversy? I am. Yeah, I just want, I was going to I don't want to go through the whole thing, sure, you no, know, no, without no, I, I want you to. Over. No, this is for, you're definitely going to get steamrolled over, but this is, this is for the benefit of the listener who's not up to speed, especially our international listeners. So now there's a huge clusterfuck. Right. Like, do they change the name? A lot of people love it, obviously. Uh, I mean. A lot of Native Americans love the name. Like, it's part of, it's a bunch of other school mascots, too. Like, a bunch of high schools, a bunch of teams. They wear it with pride. The reason it's a problem to me is because I see it as politically correct bullying. I think the people who are behind this, including all these politician assholes who have them come forward to support them, I think it's a form of bullying. 
They're taking people who had no racist intentions and they're bullying them into feeling guilty by swaying like the people who are just kind of like, I mean, I don't know, should I feel uncomfortable about this? I don't really have a dog in this fight, so I don't know what to say. And most people will err on the side of being sympathetic to people who are offended. Dick, do you do you even realize that first of all, intent has nothing to do with whether or not you're racist? You can be unintentionally racist. Of course you can. And they are. You think they are. Okay, Dick, what if what if they wanted to honor, say, the heritage of slavery in our country and they created a team called the Washington Brownskins or the Washington Blackskins? Would you be okay with that? Making it rid- making it ridiculous. Why is that ridiculous? How's that because different? that would never happen? That isn't that isn't the problem. The problem is not that. Like immediately equating it to slavery is cherry picking this issue. I think okay, because well, I don't think they. I don't think. I don't think everyone's offended by this. I think a small bunch of people are offended by this, and they're making everybody feel like shit because of it. Just like the the uh, parents' television council that you brought in a couple weeks ago, I don't think this is like a universal opinion among Native Americans that they're offended by this term. No, it can't be universal. I'm sure. So I argued with a friend of mine recently about this very controversy, and he said that this this isn't um, this is something that politicians are used to drum up. Whatever. I don't know sure. what what their what their aim is, what their sure. angle is. Although to be total cynic, and again to argue both sides of you know to argue your point a little bit, Obama actually recently um, used this as a platform and tried to earmark I think seventy million dollars for tribal lands, um, something or other, along those lines. And I'm not sure what exactly the angle is because look, Native Americans aren't a huge Which population. Angle? The the politicians' angle, like why would they be championing this cause if they didn't studiously believe on some level, sincerely believe that this was politicians? Yeah, they. I don't think they believe anything. I think everything they say is drawn from focus groups. The politicians that are coming out against this are saying it because they they think their constituency also either is against it or can be swayed in that way. Right, but why would they why would they care about whether or not their constituency was for or against it? Cuz they look like heroes. Well, yeah, I guess, but most people yeah. aren't Native American. They're, Native Americans a small population in the United States. Yeah. So, so but everybody has an opinion the, about this. I guess some people I mean some people don't care cuz it's uh, at the end of the day it's a bullshit ass organization that gets what is? government subsidies the NFL the NFL they get government subsidies to create bullshit and it co- it makes cable cost more because of ESPN Oh yeah 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 I remember your opinion on the NFL uh-huh. now So what about Chinese the Chinese who came over to work on the railroads many uh-huh. of them weren't slaves they just came over to work on the railroads So what if uh you what if Utah so for example that Utah ha- is where the the uh, Pacific Railway met uh, what yeah, the, yeah, the, the other the Golden one. Spike. Yeah, the Golden Spike. Yeah. A lot of Chinese people stayed in Utah because they were working on the railroads. Okay. Uh, if what if what if Ch- Utah came out and said, you know what, we want to create uh, the Utah Yellowskins yeah. to honor our heritage of Chinese rail workers. Are you being the devil's advocate now? No, I'm just that's being. A, I'm just being. That's this just, is an that's exact an actual question. analogy. Yeah. yeah, it's that's not happening. Okay, that's what I would like everyone who takes these insane examples of, like, the crazy racist names we could give teams, that's not what we're doing. We're taking something that no one had a problem with, a couple people did, and they started hamming, hammering their agenda down everyone's throat. You know, Dick, what about, like, Speedy Gonzalez? That guy's a, that guy's a Mexican stereotype, yeah. right? Not <laughs> offensive. So what, if a couple guys come out and say, like, well, you know what, we're, we're uh, Mexican, we're Latinos, we're very fucking offended by that. What are you going to do about it? Like, wh- 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 when does that stop? Do we lose that guy? Do we no. lose Speedy Gonzalez because a couple people are pissed off about it? No, Speedy Gonzalez is different because he's he's not. Uh, he there are certain aspects of him that are stereotypically Mexican, but that's that's on you. If you're saying that that's a Mexican stereotype, then you're projecting because Andale Andale Ariba. That is a- <laughs> that some Mexicans say. That, I've heard Mexicans say shit. Of like, course they do. Yeah, so that could be one. It's to, one example of a Mexican. So he's a Mexican mouse who says shit like that. That's not a problem. What about one- Slowpoke Rodriguez, his cousin, who's the slowest mouse in all Mexico? Great. That's- that's a very offensive Mexican right. stereotype, but well, you know what? Fuck it, because no. it's funny and it's not meant in harm. Dick, also, it's one Mexican mouse. He's not saying all Mexican mice are slow and lazy. He's saying what? This is. isn't even a Native American. <laughs> it's a fucking football team. Dick, a lot of our presidents in the past, including Teddy Roosevelt, who's one of the most badass presidents, 
had like had said some incredibly racist shit. Like I believe sure. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said Teddy Roosevelt said at one point that that nine out of ten Indians are better off dead or something something along those lines, right? We don't lionize Teddy Roosevelt because of his racist bullshit. No, we lionize him in spite of his flaws. And so, as a nation, shouldn't we look forward and say, "Hey, we're we're a great nation." We still have a little bit of this shit we need to clean up. Let's so just you change think the this is shit we need to clean up then. You don't think that you don't think that this is in, in any way possibly offensive towards Native Americans. I think it's obviously offensive towards some of them. Right? Yeah, that's that's it. That's where that's what I that's what I see. Obviously you, offensive and obviously a huge source of pride for some of them. I don't think it's the same as other races, like the way that people are like, no, it's, it's very, you just don't understand. Imagine if you had the Washington brown skins or Washington browns or black skins. See, it's obvious now. It's not obvious because this is not like a racial slur. I, I've never, I've never heard this in a whole lifetime. I've never heard this being used as a like specific racial slur. Okay, Dick, let's go through a simple cost. You've never heard, you've never heard people use a racial slur as redskins for, for Native Americans? Not really. Not I, as like a given racial slur. I like, have. If I have sh- my 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 friend my friend married a Native American. Uh, his wife is Native American, and his dad was t- kind of like sni- he was like okay with it, kinda. But he's also old school racist, so he kind of made some snide comments about Redskins. He's, he also said, <laughs> "This is this is an actual quote." He said, "Oh yeah, my son's marrying a wagon burner." I'm like, what? okay, <laughs> that is obviously a racist term. <laughs> oh, and Redskin is not. Are there is there skin red? It's not. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean kind of, isn't it? Isn't and if everyone's if they get sunburned? Are you a redskin right now? I mean, I'm a little, I'm right a little browner than white people because I'm half Mexican. Look, I you would never call a Native American a redskin. Period. Of course not. Yeah, but yet somehow the Washington they're they're trying they're trying to say that this is representative of their Native American heritage, and they do it in a way. And by the way, the mascot is this grinning tooth, stereotypical. He almost looks like a, no, a that's black the Cleveland face. Indians. Oh, okay. That's oh, so also- is that wrong? Is that cool guy? Is he a problem too? Uh, the Cleveland some people Indians would say, yeah, some people say. Yeah, so where do we draw the line, dude? That's why it's bullying to me. It's a couple people who have a problem. <laughs> they want to gin up some money for their precious fucking cause, so they're making us feel like shit. I've never thought that that was bad. The poor racists getting bullied Do by- you really think that everyone who, like, likes- I don't think the they're. Rest- I don't think they're racist, and I don't think that. Uh, okay, look. To be honest, I don't think that people who are, are who are defending the Washington Redskins are racist. I don't think that's their intent. Okay. And I don't think that it's a minority of red of, of of Native Americans who are offended that are just too PC. They've been trying to get this changed for years and years. And and yeah, but how? What's the number then? I mean, I guess that's what I that's what I really want to come down to. Yeah. What is the percentage of people who are offended by it that we then say, all right? That's it. We can't do it anymore. Because that's uh, that's what we're, I mean. That's basically if it's one hundred percent, obviously you got to stop doing it. Right. Right. If right. it's zero percent, if it's one percent, fuck you. I think it's probably it's probably a majority. That's that's my gut. So feeling. is that based the, on absolutely nothing? Is that the number then? Is fifty one percent people are offended by it? Then we stop doing it. Well, I. I mean, possibly, yeah. If, if a majority of people are are offended by it, and it's not just that they're offended. It doesn't even have to be. I, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, it's one of those things where, where you're literally just characterizing a type of people by their skin color and, and, and creating just a stereotypical, what is their mascot, by the way? The Redskins. Isn't it like a tough looking, like, warrior guy? Let's pull it up. I'll pull up the uh, right. Redskins logo. Yeah. All right. What does it look like? Uh, I'm imagining it's probably just a fenced off little, uh, <laughs> the reservation and an American like National Guard guy with a rifle. Oh, here it is. Okay, it is. It is a. It is. A, it is a Native American warrior. It looks like he's. Uh, he's got kind of. He's kind of looking. It's almost like a like a coin. You know, like a like a wooden Indian coin. Yeah, that's the one I thought it was. It's like a majestic warrior. Yeah, it looks pretty like, cool. Like full of pride and vigor and manliness. Look at that chin. <laughs> it it does. It man. does look pretty cool. But also in one of the logos I just pulled up, he literally has a red face. So. Then, I mean, I don't know why that's offensive. Because it's as you know where that stereotype comes from is uh, that that I, I believe that that slur comes from Native Americans stereotypically not being able to hold so their you alcohol. Say slur? Oh, really? Yes. So I don't think so, man. Because I got a quote from Sitting Bull referring to starting right away. I am a red man. If the Great Spirit had desired me to be a white man, he would have made me so in the first place. 
It doesn't sound like he thinks it's a slur. It sounds like he just thinks it's kind of the tint of his skin. No really? big deal. When was Sitting Bull alive? Where did you get that quote from? Wikipedia. So suck on that. <laughs> from so a sitting, reliable source. So Sitting Bull, based on uh, his, 19, his 1890s, maybe, 1920s. I'm just saying it doesn't sound like it originated as a slur. It sound, he's saying very specifically, I am a red man. But that in that time and era, don't you think that it's possible that they could have used slurs based on the culture at that time? I'm saying... Not to describe themselves? No. Why not? He wouldn't have started out this quote with sl- degrading himself for being an alcoholic. Do you think he's just okay. referring to his skin color? Well, okay. Then uh, do you think that do you think that that at that time before before say Native Americans encountered uh, white colonists in uh, colonialists okay. in America in the in the North Americas? Do you think that they referred to themselves as redskins? No, they would what? have no reason to distinguish themselves from people who were not the same color as them they probably had lighter darker sure so so where, where do you think this do you think that the, this phrase originated with native americans or with white people probably on both sides i think both sides probably said like uh how are you gonna describe those guys i don't know they're a little darker than us yeah they're a little bit redder like how do you describe those guys uh they look white even though white people don't look fucking white they look pale it, but it's like kind of close yeah it's a good how, description how about how about just native americans what when they you mean I, I'm sure they, European colonists encountered? Yeah. Because it's longer to say. Uh, I don't know, man. What, like, what's the cost-benefit analysis here? You, of what, changing the name? Uh, changing the name. What do you lose by changing the name? Dude, that's exactly the problem. So, what? like, nothing. There's, you know what? Change your name. Uh, people, some people wear it with pride. A lot of people love it. But change it because it offends people. All right, I guess so. Uh, look, Dick, I've been arguing with you for the last uh, 10, 12 minutes, whatever. I honestly don't give a shit. It's the NFL. The whole organization's a waste <laughs> of time. Throw it away. Throw the whole thing away. Cancel ESPN. Make, let cable be cheaper. Everything would be better without football. So there you go. That's, yeah. my, that, that's my rebuttal. Hey, hey, by the way, Oklahoma yeah. is a Choctaw word for red people. So I guess we should change that too eventually, right? I guess, Oklahoma. Dick, if enough people bitch about it, or, or maybe just not give a shit that much about sports because who cares all right what's your problem <laughs> what's your problem that's my it's it's you know yeah. that's my problem you got it my next problem is aids <laughs> speaking of red <laughs> what does that mean speaking of red red ribbons oh yeah that's right red ribbons uh, aids foundation i, yeah. I forgot because r- ribbons have been so reappropriated by so many different organizations yellow yeah. ribbons pink ribbons Right when I was a kid, red ribbons meant like anti-drugs. I think because no, AIDS, no. AIDS wasn't such a big thing though. It was in the in the eighties. I mean, yeah, the people got AIDS, but yeah, it was, it was every, dare, right? It wasn't that it part was of dare, the dare problem? Yeah, it was like yeah. Nancy Reagan and shit. The whole war on drugs. Uh-huh. It was red ribbons at elementary school. I remember yeah. that. Now we got yellow ribbons support the troops. You've got the puzzle ribbon support autism. You've got pink ribbons support breast cancer. Too many ribbons. Yeah. You got green ribbons now, which is some kind of a mental disorder awareness. So there's a lot of ribbons. Anyway, so you got uh, you got AIDS. AIDS is a big problem. Okay. Right? Well, I think herpes is a bigger problem if we're going to go down the STD track. How, how many people die each year from herpes? I don't know. I'm saying close. Probably get, I'm guessing under under a couple hundred. Maybe. So is herpes a- even lethal? I don't know. I'm not even sure. So, so AIDS, first of all, one in six people are living with HIV. Wait, wait, what? Oh, globally. Yeah, globally. Yeah. One globally, in, one in six? One in six. Oh, man. Is this going to be another female genital like mutilation where uh, I hear a bunch of numbers that seem outrageous and are actually true? Yes. So, uh, yeah, it is, it is one of those problems where you're going to have... Uh, terrifying stats. Terrifying stats. Another female genital mutilation. Great. So since, I believe, 1981, when they, when they first started the, the first cases of AIDS being reported... 36 million people have died since then. Because of AIDS. Because of AIDS, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't think anyone's died because of the Washington Redskins name. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, although many of their fans may have AIDS. <laughs> Whatever. So in uh, 1.6 million people died of, of AIDS in 2012. 1.6 million. Okay. Dead. 1. That's 6. enough people to fill this room. <laughs> According, according to the WHO, the World Health Organization, yeah. in 2012, an estimated 2.3 million individuals worldwide were newly infected with HIV. 
That's a lot. Oh, wait, in a year with in HIV? Year. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a lot. 2.3 million is a decent amount, dude. The one in that one in six stat is gonna be your money is gonna be your money shot. That's, that's money a shot. lot of people. Wait, is, that's right though. There could possibly be one in six. There's seven a billion, billion people, and a billion yeah. people have AIDS. You know that does seem pretty high now. That, no, no HIV, not AIDS. HIV, yeah. yeah so HIV. It, it still hasn't seems pretty and, fucking high. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. know. But I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It's uh, so wear a condom. <laughs> this is uh, this is well. A, wait a minute. What is it in in uh, LA? That's the stat. I'm sure LA's throwing the, ba- the, uh, the, the, the bell curve way off on this one. So this is from AIDS.gov, by the way, which by the- I didn't know there was a .gov for AIDS. AIDS.gov? I'm sure no one did. Why is there an AIDS.gov? That's kind of weird. Anyway, so that's where those, st- those stats are from. That's a good piece of evidence that this is a big problem, though, that there's a .gov for it. Yeah, it is a pretty big problem. Although, there's not a flattires.gov. No, there-, <laughs> there isn't, and there isn't a redskins.gov either. Oh. No. So why you 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 kind of see AIDS as is kind of diminished in the headlines. You don't see AIDS as big of a deal anymore. Yeah. It seems like one of those things where people get it it's like, "Oh, all right, that's kind of a bummer, but they they're not talking about it as much as they used to." Yeah. It's still killing like you know how many people died from SARS or or like what a, was it? Bird flu? Bird flu. Like yeah. less than 10,000, less than 5,000 maybe. I'm surprised it's that high. Yeah. The more people die from just influenza. 33,000 people per year die from, well, from influenza. Well, there was that Dallas Buyers Club movie. That was kind of a, like an AIDS awareness thing also. I know. It was thought. all about AIDS. Media, it's pretty interesting, dude. The media only covers like the hot new diseases. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, like new, yeah. like AIDS is like kind of, it's 30 years old now at least. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't get the day-to-day coverage in the headlines. AIDS is a real mature killer. Right. Yeah, that's you got to see that movie. You, I don't. The do you Dallas like movies Fires like Club? that? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just I like find a little it bit hard. historical, a little bit of drama. Do you like that sure, kind of thing? Sure, sure. I liked American History X. That was cool. Yeah, you you might like this though. Yeah, American History X. I, recently, I, I if you haven't seen it, you should definitely go watch that movie. It's really good. Um, it's about uh, uh, racism too. So you you dig it, uh, Dick. I'm sure everybody in that movie is a big see, Redskins this fan. Is, you can't you can't say one <laughs> fucking thing. All of a sudden, you're a racist. You, I'm just no. I don't think that people are racist. I think they're clinging on to some bullshit tradition because they just don't want their stupid, their precious team name change, and also because all the fans have the merchandise already. They don't want to feel like assholes because they have all the shit. I mean, you know what's going to change it is when that merchandise stops selling. It won't. Then they'll change the name immediately. I, you know, I feel like it's it, it's the same it's the same people who who have it's the same kind of mentality of people who are afraid Obama's going to come after their guns, so they go out and just start hoarding guns. So they're probably going to do the same thing with Redskins merchandise if there's any hope of that that name changing. So they're, they're, the NFL is going to make money hand over fist. How did you hijack my fucking problem? We're talking about AIDS. <laughs> it's bullshit. What is your problem with AIDS? <laughs> Dick, what is your problem with AIDS? Great quote. Yeah. Other than it kills millions of people. Okay. Other than that, other than it costs so much money. You know, how much uh, does it cost? Do you know? No idea. No, I don't have those stats. Those stats handy. But it, I mean, it costs a lot of money. Medical care. People who who die from AIDS usually don't die directly from the virus, but rather something else they contract because of it. Because it's a it's an immunovirus, so it attacks your immune system, and makes you more susceptible to other diseases. Sure. But do you know, here's something kind of interesting. So where do you think AIDS came from? Um, I think the government made it to kill gay people. Oh, well, 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 Dick. I thought that was science, that was proven. A conspiracy dipshit. Actually, when I was- No, I don't think that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that um, because there's a lot of different origin theories for AIDS and there's nothing that people are completely settled on. So here's here's some of the theories. This this one's called the Hunter theory. So the most have you heard of this? The Hunter theory? No. It's the most commonly accepted theory is that of the Hunter. In this scenario, simian immunodeficiency virus was transferred to humans as a result of chimps being killed or eaten, or their blood getting into cuts or wounds on the Hunter. That seems pretty reasonable. Seems kind of plausible, right? Yeah. And by the way, this is all according sure. to this website, avert.org, and uh, there's also there's also this theory. It's called the oral polio vaccine theory. It essentially means, uh, you know, during the during, during the polio vaccine, uh, during the polio vaccination campaign, some mm-hmm. infected needles may have uh, may have gotten people. But that doesn't really explain the origin of it. Yeah. No, they think like that maybe it, it could have been uh, been infected in the lab. There's also the contaminated needle theory, very similar similar because of disposable plastic syringes that someone may have picked one up from somebody infected from a monkey. 
I guess. Like the monkey was shooting <laughs> up and then somebody grabbed it. Yeah. Well, monkeys own Monkey copyrights monkeys. now. Huh? It's bullshit. And then there is the colonialism theory that simian immunovirus uh, uh, could easily have infiltrated the labor force and taken advantage of their weakened immune systems because of colonialism. They're, they're enslaving people, essentially, and making them work in such mm. drastic conditions that their immune system has been lowered that they, that they contracted AIDS. Then there's the conspiracy theory, Dick. Your first, uh, your first go-to. I love these conspiracy theories. Yeah. They're so much fun. This one is fun. Listen to this one. Some people believe that HIV is a conspiracy or that it is man-made. A recent survey carried out in the U.S., for example, identified a significant number of African Americans who believe that HIV was manufactured as part of a biological warfare program designed to wipe out large numbers of black and homosexual people. See, that's what I was saying. You were, <laughs> you were saying that. Can you just like? Can you just imagine how how competent those people imagine the government to be? Oh like, yeah, that would be so comforting to be able to lie in my bed and think that the government could manufacture and distribute AIDS in secret. Yeah, like it's just so comforting to know that these people are so powerful and competent out there that can do these. They things. They can do anything. They're they're yeah. basically like like Ubermensch. Or they yeah. have they have the ability to orchestrate the largest conspiracy in the universe in front of millions of cameras and witnesses and pull it off flawlessly yeah. and then have some armchair dipshit sitting figured in his chair at home. Yeah, he figured it out just by Googling documents. Nice one, idiot. While hiding the cure for cancer and flying planes into the World Trade Center. Yeah. yeah. And not letting clean energy vehicles. And, making, like, every, yeah. and making every sporting event uh, series go seven games for I, the network ratings. I, have never, I would never feel that safe than I would feel if I was able to believe believe all these conspiracy sure. theories. And of course, their their intents always nefarious. Nobody none of these scientists are ever working for any good cure or disease or anything. Yeah. They're always, you know, the government wants they 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 have like a supervillain complex. They have a supervillain fetish. That's what they are. Yeah. They're fetishizing supervillains. They want like, there to be all the rich people got rich by like making things that helped people. You know, basically like you might disagree. You might think like Windows is a pile of shit, but like yeah, but like Bill Gates made it so people could get more work done. Like, yeah. he did it to help people be productive. And help him make himself rich. Yeah, 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 but you hear what yeah, I'm saying? No, like, people get rich saying. by trying to help. Yeah, they're Not making, by, like, these weird, convoluted schemes. Yeah, they're serving a demand. There's a, they're serving, they're creating a product that serves a demand. There's yep. a demand for that product, so it exists. So this is from, again, from avert.org. It says in February, this is the actual, uh, the consensus about where AIDS came from. Uh, in February 1999, well, the closest thing to a consensus. In February 1999, a group of researchers from the University of Alabama announced that they had found a type of SIV, so that's a simian immunovirus, uh-huh. that was almost identical to HIV, HIV-1. This particular strain was identified in a frozen sample taken from a captive member of the subgroup of chimpanzees known as pantroglodytes. Did you know that was a subgroup, sub, subgroup of chimpanzees? No. Pantroglodytes. <laughs> Fucking, you know what? I still don't understand why you guys defend monkeys so much. I knew it. I knew this was. Go I knew this was a backdoor problem for yeah. monkeys. I fucking knew it because you obviously don't know shit about AIDS. Yeah, this is just a backdoor <laughs> problem. For you. you only know AIDS facts that have to do with monkeys. Yeah. Well, there. That's the reason that it's around. Apparently. Because they were, they were okay. So, so these monkeys, these pan troglodytes, were uh-huh. once common in West Africa. They claimed. Go vote sample. on monkeys, everybody. Yeah, vote on monkeys, vote <laughs> monkeys. I keep telling you guys. They claim that the, that the sample proved that chimpanzees were the source of HIV-1 uh-huh. and that the virus had at some point crossed species from chimps to humans. Their final findings were published two years later in the, Nature, in the journal Nature magazine. So monkeys caused AIDS. Monkeys caused AIDS. Now they're taking our copyrights, which, by the way, Dick, several people have pointed out that monkeys owning copyrights, the monkey won in court. You oh, happy? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm not happy. That was my problem. All, I'm talking to the idiots who voted down monkeys. Go to the website, vote up monkeys. Biggest problem in the universe, bigger than AIDS. <laughs> well, bigger than everything. I mean, I, I love about the monkey copyright. We already covered it in another episode. But, like, so now now this poor photographer finally got screwed out of his big, big, uh, big like, money-making yeah. picture. Like, his, yep. his, histor- his, his 15 minutes of fame, t- he's not going to get a dime for. What he learned in that is don't make art. Like, He's not getting paid for it. He's not getting rewarded for it. He will not be able to do that with more money, go make, produce more art. The world has less art in it because of this. Like, yeah. that's the moral well, of the story. The yeah. whole point of copyrights is to encourage people who hold them to keep making art. 
so you can make money off of your art. And they fucked him out of it. So we're all fucked out of this guy's future work. Yeah, it's people like you who voted down the monkeys problem. You guys just don't see the threat here, do you? You don't see the threat. You don't see monkeys coming after anything. You don't see monkeys. Monkeys are spreading the most deadly virus to humans. I mean, maybe not the most, but it's up there, it's man. Up there. One out of six, that's a lot. Yeah, one out of six, apparently. I, I, I'm guessing like a lot of Africa has to be in that, in that stat. Yeah. In those stats. And then uh, the, the two other most populous continents are what? India and, uh, and, and China. And they're not continents, but like countries. Oh, India man. and China. <laughs> <laughs> the continent of India and China. I was hoping you'd finish that yeah. before spotting it. Yeah, I caught myself, dude. Uh, so, yeah, monkeys yeah. are the problem. And I, for one, am glad that some countries still view monkeys as a, as a menace, as a problem. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. I have you like seen them. Planet of the Apes? Uh, yeah. Yeah, think about that. I have. Think about that on your drive home. Think about what monkeys could do if they actually became intelligent. Hey, uh... troglodytes. Speaking of AIDS, have I ever told you about... Did I ever tell you about the time I got an STD test at the, like, the AIDS center? No. Because it was free? Okay. Yeah. So I go in there, and it's, like, the gay and lesbian center. Mm -hmm. Right? So this girl... This girl wouldn't have sex with me without a condom unless I had... Unless I showed her proof of an STD test. Okay. Reasonable. Sure. So I did it. Yeah. So I go in there, and this guy, he's like way over the top gay guy, uh, Jose, is like going over the, the test parts uh-huh. with me. And I see this like chart of like the, uh, like the ways to have sex and how, like, how likely they are to communicate diseases. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a terrorist threat. Sure. Like, it's color-coded. Sure. So like the less dangerous ways for, to contract sexual diseases are like blue. Okay. The worst ones are like purple, right? And uh, I think vaginal was purple, and like anal was like red. One was one I was confused on. So I was like, "Hey, what's up with this? Like, why is this? How come this is switched around? I thought it was the other way around. That anal was like more, more uh, anal was more dangerous for contracting uh, AIDS than vaginal sex." And this guy, gay guy's like, "No, no, no, no. Uh, you see, because." When a guy like comes in your butt, I was like, "Okay, let me stop you right there." We went through, <laughs> we went through the whole survey. And it was, like, straight male and all this stuff. Like, let me stop you first of all. Could you just use, like, some more medical terms, maybe? <laughs> the guy comes in your butt immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And he's like, uh, and I'm like, you know, maybe, uh, maybe like, some more, like, uh, hetero terms, maybe? Throw some in there. That could be a hetero term. And he's like, okay, yeah, like, when a girl comes in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Joker. Get the fuck out of here. I don't care what these tests are anymore. Yeah, you just you 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 could be with a real dominant squirter, dude. You know, you don't know. She could be pegging you with her fucking China. You know what I'm talking about with China, right? The wrestler? Yeah. A dick. That's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, basically. Well, buddy, um, you said we were gonna cover AIDS. Yep. Ants to AIDS is this show. Ants to AIDS. I don't know if you made a compelling argument. I didn't make a compelling argument for AIDS being a problem. Are you are you seriously kidding me? I don't think you did. No, you know, no, no, you just pointed out that it was a problem. But yeah, I, I know we're not supposed to be offering solutions, but well, like, why like, is it the biggest? Well, it's it's bigger than most things we have on the list because it affects both men and women. Not just like female genital mutilation should be number one right now, followed by AIDS. Or no, AIDS followed by female genital mutilation. Make Other up way your around. mind. I just did. What's worse? That's, AIDS is worse. Is, I don't know why. You got to live with female it, genital mutilation. Yeah, and you got to die with AIDS. So there's that. I mean, you don't. I mean, you don't have to. I don't to, think you have it, to anymore. Can't they like whip up a, a cure for you as long as you're like white and rich? Like, is that true? I think that's true, wait, man. No, wait, my no. magic I dated not this white. girl who knew way too much about AIDS, and she told me that was true. No, I listened to a very long interview with Magic Johnson, and uh, he was saying that there's so much misinformation about out there that, A, like a lot of people think the drugs are expensive. He said, no, these have been out on the market for a long time. There's more than 30 drugs that make up a cocktail. The most, uh, the most important thing is to be vigilant about it and don't go off the cocktail because you're feeling good or you're feeling better. You stay on it. He said they're affordable to virtually everyone. He said I, I, they brought up the South Park episode and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and he thought it was funny because he just whipped up, a, you know, they whipped up a bunch of money in a blender and stuff. Hey, but yeah. problem solved. Great. How about that? Well, not the biggest problem. <laughs> Sounds like it's been cured. Hey, that's, it's up. To, it's not been cured. That wasn't my intention, but like, but no, but thanks, it's, Sean. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. let's wrap it up. 
All right, so what are your problems? Unless you got more. No, you know, you guys have already pissed me off too much. <laughs> what? What else do you have? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Go ahead. It's a just big vote. problem. Do, I just what? don't know if it's the biggest. Yeah, just vote down monkeys and french fries and dogs and all the shit you guys don't think is a problem. Just vote up the Washington Redskins controversy, because apparently that's a huge fucking deal. Because uh, they're coming for you next. Yeah, and they're flat coming for whatever. Can you imagine? What if? The, remember the Iron Sheik? Yeah, it's do great. You think, we, do you think we could get him in these political climates that we're in, in these climate of political correctness Ooh. that we currently live? Hell, we couldn't I, have an Iron Sheik. Hell, I think we could get him in on the show. Have you seen his career lately? <laughs> you know, he's great, actually. His Twitter is hilarious. He's, he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah. So what My problems? problems were... Uh, fireball cinnamon whiskey. Oh, huge fireball problem. cinnamon whiskey based liqueur. Excuse me, mm-hmm. and the Washington Redskins controversy, which I think is politically correct bullying. <sighs> Great, That's poor poor uh, poor racists being bullied. I don't think they're racist. I, they're not you, racist. You don't think they're racist no, either. But I think I like don't. I think a lot of people easily call them racist. I don't think that's fair. Well, if you depends on I, I feel like one hundred percent the overlap of racist people. Who also agree with this controversy are is like one hundred percent. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, racist. Here's the rule of thumb: look and see what position racist people hold on whatever controversial issue you're looking at or voting for, and you're probably in the wrong if racist people I are don't in know, your that camp. That seems like a slip. That seems too easy. That yeah. seems like a slippery slope to me. Do you think racist people are for Planned Parenthood or against it? Racist people? Yeah, what Wait, would you plan, say? Planned Parenthood is abortions, right? Yeah, I mean, they, that's one thing that they, they cover, yes. Like 10% of their funding goes towards abortions, sure. Well, I'm I'm just assuming that racists would be, like, very religious and they would be anti-abortion. Yeah, racists really follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Um, okay, so we got your cinnamon whiskey and... Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins, and I have flat tires and AIDS. Two huge problems... Come you guys on, will baby. vote down. Come on, baby. Boo. I need a win, baby. Yeah. Well, vote for these on the biggest problem in the universe.com. We'll bring in more comments. Leave us voicemail. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks.